They apparently think he can be a Hall of Fame quarterback in New York and lead them to a championship. Yet they let him walk out of the building? That's the focus of today's TDN Daily. Welcome into the Wednesday edition of the TDN Daily Podcast. Chris Schubert back with you here once again on the show. And the Jets quarterback search continues. And boy, is it the gift that keeps on giving from an information perspective. And we will get into that. The latest news that we have learned from their visit with Derek Carr and why doesn't really make a lot of sense. It doesn't add up. We will get into that in just a second. But before we do, got to tell you about our friends over at Bet Online who remain your number one source for all of your sports betting this season. You're always going to find the latest odds, the team matchup info, player news, and game trends over at Bet Online. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable, Bet Online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Just head on over to their website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. All you got to do is make sure to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. And I speak on behalf of Jets fans. I speak on behalf of, I think, NFL fans at large when I say this is officially getting exhausting. The Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers, Jets saga going on and on and in circles and just around we go. And every day the cycle repeats itself and we talk ourselves into what the Jets should do. And within the last 24 hours or so, we've got the latest twists and turns as we've learned more about the specifics of the visit that Derek Carr had with the New York Jets. And I think it's important for maybe new listeners to the show or people who don't know, I'm going to put my biases out front here for, for this topic today. I want the Jets to sign Derek Carr. I want the I want Derek Carr to be the quarterback of the New York Jets uh, next season over any of the other possible options. I think it makes the most sense for a number of different reasons, which I'm sure I will lay out here over the course of this episode today. I think this should have been got this should have been done already. They probably should have traded for him, but if they knew he was getting released, then you save the draft picks. Great. They shouldn't have let Carr leave the building or leave New York when they had their nice dinner with him the other day. And shout out to the Jets Twitter, undefeated at this, undefeated at snapping a picture of people in town visiting, and they snapped a picture of Derek Carr having lunch uh, with some of the coaches here. Unbelievable job by uh, the Jets media, uh, the Jets Twitter uh, sphere, just constantly uh, getting things uh, like that. But that's not what happened. Carr left. We've learned from Derek Carr's brother, David, that this is going to be a, quote, long process. Probably some more visits in Derek's future. You think the Carolina Panthers make some sense as a visit? Seattle might, some, might, might make some sense as a visit. I think of other teams. Does Tampa maybe pick up the phone and call? I know there was a report the other day that they are probably going to just pair Kyle Trask with a Drew Locke or a veteran like that. But you think they'll keep tabs on it, maybe make a phone call? And there are plenty of teams. The Indianapolis Colts, you think they'll make a phone call and see what's going on on the Derek Carr front? But there is a long process, right? That should be the end of this conversation. He had a visit with the Jets. The Jets did the right thing. They kept tabs on Carr. They're keeping the door open for Aaron Rodgers. Carr did the right thing. He's visiting teams that are interested in him, getting the lay of the land, having a very extensive process, learning about these teams, these coaching staffs, these buildings, trying to set himself up. This is the first time in his NFL career he's having a choice of where he's going to start the next chapter of his playing career. He's also trying to drive up the price for his next contract. So he's playing this by the book, and so are the Jets. The Jets are doing the right thing, keeping tabs on somebody as they need to cast a wide net in their search for a quarterback, and Derek Carr doing the right thing, taking the meeting, casting a wide net in his search for, for his next home and driving up the price, showing that there are multiple teams interested. Well, if there's one thing we've learned 
in the NFL media space, it's never that easy. It's not that simple. We are learning more and more about what happened at this meeting and how both sides feel about this meeting. We know that Carr feels really good about the meeting with the Jets. We, that came from his brother that that things went really well. He, he hit it off with Robert Sala, who his brother David knew from his time in Houston. Not a surprise there that they hit it off. We know the Jets feel really good about the meeting. We heard reports that the Jets feel really good about Carr. They feel that a lot of the you know negativity around Derek Carr, whether or not he could handle New York, some of those doubts that uh, that exist around him, that he removed a lot of that in their meeting with them. But we also know something that the Jets said to Derek Carr. And that's where all of this gets off the rails, and that's where all of this doesn't make sense, and we're going to try to put it together here on the show. What is being reported, Diana Rossini, Jeff Darlington have been kind of been at the forefront of this, but Diana Rossini reported that the Jets said to Derek Carr that they feel he can be a Hall of Fame quarterback if he came to New York and won a Super Bowl. Now, wait a second. Pause. I'm going to use one of my three timeouts here on the show. If you listen to draft deeds, you know we've got the timeout policy. You want to use a timeout talk about something? I'm using one here. The Jets feel that Derek Carr can be a Hall of Fame quarterback. They feel he's capable of winning a championship in New York. Those are rhetorical questions. They feel this because they just said to him that he can be a Hall of Fame quarterback if he came to New York and won a Super Bowl. Then why did he leave the building? Why did he leave New York? Why are you waiting for Aaron Rodgers to return from the darkness and to tell the Green Bay Packers what his plans are for the future? The conversation between should the Jets trade for Aaron Rodgers or sign Derek Carr, the cost associated with Rodgers compared to Carr in terms of draft picks, in terms of the contract, in terms of everything that would go with trading for Rodgers and just signing Carr. The cost associated with Aaron Rodgers is only a reasonable cost if you think a massive gap exists between Rodgers and Carr. I'll ask another rhetorical question to the listeners of this podcast. I think we all agree that Aaron Rodgers is a Hall of Fame quarterback. All believe he's going to go to Canton. We've, we've joked that he's not going to retire this offseason because he doesn't want to share the limelight with Tom Brady and J.J. Watt. So he'll retire next offseason or the offseason after that and have a year all to himself. Well, if the Jets feel that Derek Carr can be a Hall of Fame quarterback in their city with their team, that they think he's the missing piece to take them over the top and go and win a championship, why would you go through all the hoopla of trying to trade for Aaron Rodgers, waiting for him to come out of the darkness, waiting for him to decide what he's going to do, then, and then having to agree with Green Bay on the compensation and reworking the contract and then bringing Aaron here and knowing what that does to you from a financial flexibility perspective over the next couple of seasons, what it means if he retires. Would you go through all of that? When you know that you have a quarterback that you you said, I didn't say this, the biggest Derek Carr stand there is, you said to him that you think he could be a Hall of Fame quarterback in New York, that you believe that he has that type of talent, that he has that type of capability. Well, the Jets don't clearly think that there's that much of a gap between Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr. The, if we believe this quote, and the reporting is pretty good on it. Diana Rossini, a very well-sourced reporter, doesn't put things out there just to put things out there. This feels very well-sourced. This is a very believable thing. So doesn't it feel like the Jets just said that to say it? To maybe kind of emphatically make the point of how much they believe in Derek Carr? And to just kind of keep him close enough to where he's interested? Listen, Derek Carr's not dumb. Derek Carr knows that if Aaron Rodgers becomes available, that he's not the bell of the ball. He's not going to be every team's top option. But you don't have to turn around and say to the guy that we believe you can be a Hall of Fame quarterback – because if you tr- this is where this falls flat for me. If you truly do believe that, 
if you truly believe he is capable of being a Hall of Fame quarterback and all he needs to do is come to New York and win a championship and you think that he can do it, why even bother with the other shenanigans of Aaron Rodgers? The shenanigans of trying to orchestrate a trade and waiting for him to come out of the darkness and then getting him here. Why would you do that if you believe so strongly that this is the case? This just puts the Jets in a very weird spot. They look like they're just trying to keep Derek Carr close and they're trying to say what they need to say in order to keep him close. Now, let's add to this. Let's add another layer to this. Jeff Darlington of ESPN went on Get Up, I think it was this morning, and said that he's had two conversations in the last 24 hours that makes him think that the, the Jets should absolutely go all in on Derek Carr. And that is one, that he had a conversation with somebody high, high level. The phrase that he used was high level in the Green Bay organization. And he said to that person, was talking to him about Aaron Rodgers, that person said to him, that uh, this is kind of this is kind of all overhyped. That I I think Aaron's going to be back. So somebody told Jeff Darlington high up in the Green Bay organization that they believe that all of this is being overblown, all of this is being overhyped, and that Aaron Rodgers is going to return to the Green Bay Packers next season. And then Jeff said, and then you also hear what Diana Rossini reported about the way that the Jets feel like Derek Carr. What are we arguing about? What are we waiting on? Again, you wait for Aaron Rodgers if you feel that there's a big gap. If you feel that yeah, Derek Carr is good. Yeah, Derek Carr is serviceable. Yeah, Derek Carr kind of, you know, is a is a steady force. He gets, he, you know, he, he gets us to 10 or 11 wins and we'll, we'll flirt with the playoffs and maybe we'll make a run if everything works out. If that's what you feel about Derek Carr and you look at Aaron Rodgers and say, man, that's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. That's a guy that can lead our team. And if that's the difference that you feel between those two quarterbacks, then yeah, you wait. But if you feel that Derek Carr is a Hall of Fame quarterback and all he needs to do is win a championship in New York, or if you're saying if you win a championship in New York, you're going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback, whatever way you want to interpret it, they're showing to Derek Carr, we think you can be that here. And so none of this makes sense. And again, I said it at the top, the show is going to work in kind of the same way this cycle's working. We just go on and on and we go in circles. But here's the other thing that I would add to this. And I've had a lot of time and I've had a lot of conversations about this because in the TDN staff meetings, we've talked about it on Draft Dudes. I've actually, I've mentioned it here on this show before. Everyone asks me as the Jets guy what I want. And I said it at the beginning. I am making no bones about it. I want Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr is a top 10, top 8 quarterback in the, in the league. Needs to have a good supporting cast, right? Got, got the, the, the wrong end of the stick sometimes in both Oakland and Vegas. But I think Derek Carr can be a top 8 quarterback and has been statistically at times in the correct environments. So that's what I want the Jets to get. I don't want to deal with the opportunity cost of waiting for Rodgers and potentially missing out on, on Derek. I don't want the opportunity cost of shortening your window. Derek's what, what, about to turn 32 years old. You have a longer window to try to break through and try to get that one championship than you do with Aaron. One, maybe two seasons before Aaron's really going to start contemplating retirement. And here's the other question that I will ask out loud. And I, I shared this conversation with Jamie Eisner, who's been a frequent guest here on the show before, but I will now share it publicly for the first time. And I expect the 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 conversation to the the takeaway from this podcast to be this quote. None of the other stuff that I've just rambled on about for the last ten or eleven minutes. Aaron Rodgers in his career has won one Super Bowl. There's always been a question mark of can he get to that illustrious second Super Bowl that plagues so many quarterbacks. You mean to tell me that for the New York Jets, it is a better idea to trade for Aaron Rodgers, shorten your window? Completely accelerate this process. Give yourself one, maybe two seasons for a guy who got to spend a good the entirety of his career in an NFC that was set up for him to walk to multiple Super Bowls. Look at the quarterback play in the NFC. 
compared to the AFC. We'll get, we'll get to that in a second. But just look at the quarterback playing the NFC. And Aaron Rodgers has only been to one Super Bowl. Hasn't been able to break through. Couldn't beat San Francisco a couple years ago with a couldn't beat uh, Tom Brady in Tampa. Was there for two seasons. What what was the excuse for before that? That's the struggle I have now. Aaron Rodgers, after being in the better conference to try to make a run for the Super Bowl, is now going to come to the AFC, come to the New York Jets, who, by the way, have a young roster who haven't even smelled playoff success yet. So you have a young roster just because you have Aaron Rodgers doesn't mean the rest of the team is ready to go. So you're going to bring in Aaron Rodgers, again, accelerate that timeline, give yourself one to two seasons, and you're going to go up against Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert. Those are just four teams that I've mentioned. If Baltimore brings back Lamar and he's healthy, you don't think that's going to be a problem? You don't think the Dolphins with a healthy Tua would have been a problem last year? That's six teams that I've just mentioned. Six teams with with teams and quarterbacks that are going to cause problems. For Aaron Rodgers. Now, just for just a second, let's go back to him staying in Green Bay. Yeah, Jalen Hurts is going to be a, it, going to be a thing. Just went to the Super Bowl. He's very good. Are you really worried about any of the other teams in the NFC East? Are you really worried about any of the other teams in the NFC South? Are you really worried about any of the other teams in the NFC North? I know the Lions are on the rise, but until they do it, you're not really going to believe that they, they're capable of making a run. The NFC West. Stafford? Again, there's two, maybe three teams that you really, truly are worried about. I named six in the AFC. Six. And I didn't even expand to talk about how it's going to be difficult to go up against the Jags. It's going to be difficult to go up against Denver if they get things right with with Russ and Sean Payton. Now, that's a big if, so we're not going to count on them. But I named six teams outside of those two teams that I just named at the end. And so you're going to accelerate the window for that? Is it worth it? Aaron Rodgers has been to one Super Bowl in his career. Hasn't been to one since. You now think all of a sudden you're going to bring him to New York of all places and that's going to change in the AFC Conference? I'm not so sure. And with Derek Carr, the Jets extend the window. Yeah, maybe they don't have that super high upside right away. But they give themselves a three- to five-year window with a stabilizing force of quarterback who can very easily get them to double-digit wins. They keep all their draft picks. Yes, they invest some money in the quarterback position. But in two or three years... That contract's going to look tame compared to some of the contracts that are going to be given out. And you can try to win and build a roster that way. Now, for Derek, it's the same thing I just said about Aaron. Isn't it easier to go to the NFC, go play for the Saints, go play for the Panthers, go play for one of those teams? Try to make the playoffs and make a run that way? Yeah, it's absolutely easier. But if you want to make a name for yourself in New York, you can absolutely do it. It's what the Jets told them. The Jets said, you want to be a Hall of Fame quarterback, win a championship year, the gold jacket will be yours, guaranteed. And so that's why I fall on the Derek Carr side of this coin. The opportunity cost. All of this stuff factors in. What if Aaron Rodgers gets hurt and misses a a large portion of the season and and then you miss the playoffs because of an injury thing? Yeah, you got to count on that with everybody. But with Aaron Rodgers, maybe at the end of that injury, he goes, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore. He's done after a year. And then what would you do this for? And yeah, you can tell me that injuries happen and you you can't really account for them. But you have to. With this decision, you have to because you are accelerating your timeline in a massive way. And I don't know if it makes you the guaranteed Super Bowl team that everybody says you would be if Aaron is your quarterback. Instead, extend your window. Really, truly follow the San Francisco model. Get yourself a stabilizing force of quarterback. The problem with Jimmy G is he can't stay healthy. Guess what? Their cars, other than the two games he was benched because they didn't want him to get hurt so they didn't have to guarantee his money, made, what, over 90 straight starts or something like that? This guy's been incredible. That's the path to go down. Now, the problem I have with this is they're telling him that that's the path they want to go down, but they're not actually doing it. 
And that makes me think that they're still holding out hope for Rodgers. Or, or maybe they truly are not as far along with Rodgers as we all think. And maybe they truly believe that Derek Carr can be the answer. And Derek wants to take other visits, and that's the direction they're going to go. And they're going to let him go through that process. But they're going to put a contract in front of him sooner rather than later. A lot of moving parts to this. But we're learning more and more each and every day. And like I said, the cycle goes on and on. And it goes in circles. But this last piece of information, I think, tells us a little bit more about the way the Jets think about all of this stuff. Appreciate you making this show a part of your day, rating, reviewing, subscribing, joining us here on the journey all week long. Free agency right around the corner. A lot of this stuff is going to take care of itself here sooner rather than later, and that's going to be a lot of fun. Thanks to Bet Online for their continued support of the podcast. Everybody make it a great rest of your Wednesday. I'll talk to you all tomorrow.